What's up, what's up, what's up? This is Dr. D with the Boom Factor. What's going on, Boom Factor family? I pray that you have a glorious, glorious day today. It's been kind of hot out here in Houston, Texas. Oh, yes, oh, yes. So wherever you are, I pray the weather is treating you fine. You know, I pray all is well in your life. Even though we get tested every time we wake up. But when we wake up, we say, thank you. Thank you, Lord, for another day. Thank you, Lord. I have eyes to see, ears to hear, my feet, my toes. I can feel them. They can, they're wiggling. I have motions and mobility in my hands and my arms. And, yeah, I may have a crook in my neck. Oh, my gosh. And a little pain in my back. Oh, my God. And I really believe that's a, a muscle spasm. Ugh, I'm at the stretch. Stretch, stretch it out, stretch it out. But overall, hey, I can feel it. So I'm still alive, right? So praise God. Thank God for another day. For this is the day that he has made. And I will rejoice and be glad. And you should rejoice and be glad also, okay? Well, we're going to wrap this 30-day challenge up. That's right. We're going to wrap it up. We're on day 27 of Shut Your Mouth 30-Day Challenge for Taming Your Tongue. And I tell you, I don't know about nobody else, but hmm. Every word that I preach, I get tested, which I don't mind because I ask God. I say, Lord, I don't want to be a perpetrator. I don't want to be a hypocrite. You know, I, this is life. Hey, I'm going to go through it. And I want other people to know that even though when you're in Christ, when you say you love the Lord thy God, you have you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord. And now you have, you live in the life and you ask the Holy Spirit to comfort you and come in your heart and show you and teach you and reveal to you the things to help you be a better person, right? Guess what? Hey, you're going to be tested and tried. That's just life. But with that said, there are different elements and different mechanisms and dynamics that work in, in the universe for your good. But it depends on what we are sowing into the elements, what we're sowing into the universe. As I was sharing with the ladies last night, guess what? Man... God said he will not be mocked. Whatsoever man soweth, that shall he reap. If you sow into the flesh, you're going to reap corruption. If you sow to the spirit, you're going to reap the spiritual things. So let's sow good seeds. Let's speak good words. Let let our tongue be edifying to the hearer. And let, let us not be uh, the discouragers. Okay, so we're on day 27, and guess what this one is about, y'all? The doubt in tongue. Oh, my gosh. I know right now a lot of you all say, oh, my gosh, I know somebody that's always talking doubt. No matter how positive something is, they're going to find something doubtful to speak on. And she's coming from uh, Mark chapter 11, verse 23. That's one of the faith scriptures that you can go to and see where God wants us to have faith. Knowing that without faith, it is even impossible to please God. Whoa. Isn't that something? And we're using the tool, Taming Your Tongue, 30 Days by Deborah Pegasus. You can find her material on Amazon. It's a little bitty old yellow book for like maybe five. It's $5.99, $6 to help you live a better life, to show you how to teach. We'll show you how to speak, <laughs> okay, things into existence. And I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to have my own 30-day challenge coming up. Uh, I'm just piggybacking on this tool because she identified a lot of things that we deal with. And I've got some good responses from you, go, from you all, even from the other platforms, uh, that they didn't realize that their tongue 
can be used in different areas and they just they just thought it was just a regular way of living no the main important thing that we started off with was the lion tongue whoa if we can get the lion tongue right i believe all the other cousins to these different descriptions will fall into place right so we're talking about the doubting tongue now um for assuredly i say unto you whoever say to this mountain be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart but believes that those things that he says will be done he will have whatever he says now this is what jesus saying mark wrote this about jesus and it's in red right so jesus is telling us that whatever we facing in life if we believe and receive whatever we say we'll have it whoa man you know what that sound like wishing upon a star right it sound like a genie in a bottle like make your wish and it shall come true well look what god said jesus said this himself come on check it out he said whatsoever you say not what dr d say not what your mama say not what your brother say not what your daddy say not what your teacher say not what your boss say whatever you say you will have it if you believe what you're saying i put it like this here if i want something to come to pass i'm gonna make sure i'm speaking the right thing so it can come you ever thought about if you always had negative stuff happening maybe it's because of something that you open up your mouth and say it whoa say a lot i'm gonna i'm gonna leave that alone okay so she's talking about how um she fought hard to resist the knots that were attempting to form a pit in her stomach this was the first flight since September 11, 2001, terrorist attack in America. Though tempted, I refrained from expressing my fear to the passengers in the seat next to me. So she probably was right on the airplane. And after all of that happened on um, 9-11, right? September 11. When she went back on to take a flight, she would begin to get nervous, right? So she had some doubt in the flight. So then she's just saying that uh, she remembered the scriptures in Psalms 91 that I declare the Lord, he alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God and I am trusted in him. Do not be afraid of the terrors by night, nor fear the dangers of day. Though thousand will fall at your side, though ten thousand are dying around you, these evils will not touch you. For he orders his angels to protect you wherever you go. Psalms 91. Uh, she was reading out a New Living Transactions translation. So overall, hey, I believe what she said because I I declare the same thing. No matter what happens in the world, I'm gonna believe what the word say. And so not only that I believe, I believe it in my heart. And because I believe it in my heart, I'm gonna stand on it. I'm gonna use a good example. When I was diagnosed with cancer in 2005. The doctors, they had brought in the nurse, the counselor. They brought in two nurses, a psychiatrist, a counselor, right? Um, let me see. And they had, they had four people in the room with me and my dad. And the reason why they did that, because when the doctor told me that I was at stage three, almost a stage four, tier, tier four cancer, all right, I had to do an emergency um, surgery. And my testimony is that I'm supposed to be wearing a colostomy bag right now on my body for the rest of my life. The devil is a lie. 
So when he told me that, I'm going to say, I'm not wearing no colostomy bag. I like to wear bikini suits. I'm not wearing it. That's not going to look good. So that was the first time my daddy, I can remember my daddy ever hitting me. He like popped me in the back of my head. Get serious. This is serious. This is this is your life. And I looked at him in a dignified way and I said, I am serious, daddy. I am not wearing no colostomy bag. I'm healed by the blood of Jesus. The devil is a lie. I believe the report of the Lord that I'm already healed. He said he sent his word to heal me. So right then and there, you guys, I took that spirit of fear that tried to come across from the doctor mouth, even with my dad. There was doubtless, but I was. I had I was faithful while there was doubtless. I was full of the faith of the word of God, and that's why it's so important that we get the word in our hearts. In my heart, I already knew I was healed. Now, it was getting discouraging as I went about the days and the months. Because every time I thought they was going, I had to take an MRI, I had to take a CAT scan, I had to go and take this yucky stuff and all these tests I had to go through. I believed every time that, oh, they're going to find out, oh, it disappeared, oh, it disappeared because I used to hear people testify like, oh, the doctor said I had this and I went back and took a test and they couldn't find it. Yay, I'm healed. So that's what I was expecting, you guys. Guess what? It didn't happen. But I kept my faith. I kept speaking the word. I did not let my tongue speak doubt in the atmosphere. Okay. So when after the last MRI, I started crying and said, wait a minute, Lord, this is getting serious. This is getting serious. They, they say I had to do an emergency surgery. They say, Lord God, that the way they have to cut me on my colon and reconstruct my colon. And because the cancer had made it to my lip nose, by the time... I had took that last day. I had to take two MRIs, right? And go into that little tube. By then, I was already at tier four. That means the the cancer cells, they ate up. They went into my lip nose. They're in my bloodstream now. All right? Colorectal cancer, that's what I had. So they were saying, the way they reconstruct my colon, right? That when they stitch it back up, they say 85% of those type of surgeries have to have a colostomy bag. Because the lining was so thin between the muscles and the anal area, and when they when they reconstruct that colon, it may not hold. It may start leaking the waste. You know, your colon is the subway to release your waste out of you. You know that, right? So that's why it's always good. You're supposed to have a bowel movement. Every time you eat, you guys, you're supposed to have a bowel movement. If you don't have a bowel movement, every time you eat, then you need to need to watch yourself get some more fiber into your diet okay if you go into the bathroom every time you eat where well, you have a good system but see with me if I go a couple of days without going to the bathroom I have to watch myself you see so I'm like oh something's not right and then I start checking out what I ate and if I know if I ate too much bread that then I have a high fiber you know what I'm saying high fiber uh, whole wheat or whatever I know oh okay I'm blocking myself up so you just want to know your bodies you guys so I'm saying all of that when that happened the enemy was trying to put doubt to my mom going to die I was going to do this and I just started laughing because I feel like hey, you tried to kill me all my life devil and I'm still here so now you're going to try to put cancer on me and that devastation happened right in the midst of, I went to surgery, right, diagnosed in February, went and took the test and stuff in March, 
took some more MRIs in April I had to go to surgery came out I was in a hospital for almost like 30 days right because once they opened me up then they found out my I had cysts on my ovaries there was a lot of things that happened that I don't even have time to even share on this feed but I went through all that then Hurricane Katrina hit me wow so I had to have faith to believe that God was going to carry me through and then I had children too oh father I need your help so I refuse to let the enemy use the individuals, the nurses, even my dad. I love him. He's in heaven with the Lord now. I love him. I, I thank God for the nurses and the doctors who cared about me. They took care of me. But during that process, I could not allow the enemy to use people to speak um, doubt over me. And that's what, quote unquote, what people do. And I surrounded myself with intercessors. I found out everything that needed to be prayed for. And I said, okay, intercessors. I had my sisters in my corner praying for me. And I believe because of that first statement in the doctor's office when they told me that they found cancer, carcinoma, when they found that in my in my results, my lab work, I on, the, on site, I captured that report and gave it to the father. In Jesus' name, and I claim that I was healed, and that's why I believe that my healing came forth, because I had it in my heart. It wasn't that it was I was just talking it; it was in my heart. And so the Word of God tells us that whatsoever thing that you say, whatever you say, not nobody else say. Whatever words that you say, you don't doubt in your heart, but you believe those things that you say. It will be done unto you come on now i think that is so powerful and as we in the society of today they have a microwave mentality and if it don't turn out their way one way then oh it, it, it wasn't supposed to be no you gotta wait some things you got to wait once you speak it hey now you gotta wait for it to manifest itself the lord tell us that also so y'all, this is this is very short. Uh, we have to declare, decree and declare that the universe is on our side. God is the creator of the heavens and the heavens. So even with that, the heavens are in the universe, the galaxies, the different realms that are that we can't even imagine what's out there, but there are realms. You can go and check out your scientific, uh, the NAS the NASA webpage. You can see the different elements that's out there in the universe but that universe is for us you guys and you have to learn how to decree and declare a thing believe the words that come out of your mouth don't speak in doubt come on don't speak in doubt and don't move in doubt but speak in faith and then you wait come on holy ghost and you will see the manifestation of god moving so powerful in your life amen so this is Dr. D with the 30 day shut your mouth taming your tongue challenge day 27 and the affirmation for this day is anything is possible for me if I believe therefore I would declare my faith rather than discuss my doubts whoa that is so awesome so I'll check y'all later for day 28 y'all be breezy this is Dr. D with the boom factor and I am out peace